All right, y'all. So it has been a while. Y'all miss us. We got some stuff to talk about in terms of um, a conversation we had about parenting and maybe I got some daddy issues. I just want y'all to know that was not the intro. I don't know what that was. We talked about what we was finna say and that's what she lived with. Anyway, you now rock with the best. I appreciate y'all. We missed y'all. But that intro is trash. Let's go. Haters, haters, haters. Waxos. <laughs> what it do, y'all? It's your girl, Symphony, also known as the Melanated Mama. Oh, you're not, you're not spilling it this time? Can you just say who you are? I appreciate you not biting my style. Anyway, y'all, what's going on? It's your boy. <laughs> Josh, a.k.a. Melanated Daddy. That's spelled D-A-D-D-Y. Not to be confused with D-A-D-D-I-E or D-A-D-D-E, which we have seen since our last podcast. <laughs> Just anyway, putting it out there. Welcome to another episode of Life with Zawadi. We are so happy to be back. Um, hopefully you had a chance to check out our last episode. We actually added a vlog to that on our YouTube channel. So please show some love. Follow us on YouTube. Um, please rate and subscribe to our lives, um, vlogs, and our in our podcast, like let us know what y'all think. Cool, cool. I'm gonna try real hard not to move a lot during this session. I didn't realize that I had on a swishy jacket. <laughs> and, oh, sound <laughs> machine jacket wear. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm literally sitting in the house. It's cold, and I ain't got no clothes on for it. You got so. you got that DJ scratch jacket. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Busy, busy, busy. Like just trying to build this brand and still love on each other and be parents and work real jobs. Like we were exhausted last I, week. I'm ready to quit. Just put that out there. <laughs> so anyway, a couple weeks ago, we were having some conversations about um, parenting, and I randomly asked my husband. I was like, "Yo." You know, I really miss my dad and I just wish that we had a better relationship. And he proceeded to then check the hell out of me. Y'all, please don't. I don't, I don't check people. That's not what I do. I only give the words that my father above puts in me to say. So if you don't know, um, I have a very complicated relationship with my father at best at best i think that it's <laughs> it's interesting because i've known my father my entire life and for um a large portion of my life he was very involved and present ish <laughs> um physically present emotionally not so much um but as i became an adult um i could no longer take uh, his energy, like he, all my life was very hard on me and very, um, what is the word that I always say when I talk about my dad? I usually just say that like he was never pleased with anything that I did in terms of achievement. So if I got a 3.9, it was, oh, but you could have got a four point. If I graduated class president, oh, but you, you know, you could have did this. It was like, dang, I'm bringing you every piece of 
high achievement and nothing is ever good enough. And so as I got older, it started to feel like I was invisible. Um, and I really just wanted to make my dad proud. And so as I became an adult and a parent and a mom, whatever, I decided to pull away from that energy because it was overwhelming. To say the least. And so, you know, I try to reach out, you know, occasionally um, because I want my kids to know my dad, but it's never um, reciprocated. That's because it's not your job. It's never a child's job to be the adult. That's the parent's job. And so we, yes. Uh, and I think you need to talk a little louder. You ain't got to whisper, bro. I'm tired. And this is the voice I got for y'all today. You got to talk a little louder. We're not going to be able to use it. All right, y'all. Dang. My sexy voice is working for me. You tripping, bro. Anyway, that conversation and that kind of um, memory, we started to talk about like the role of a parent. Biblically, mm -hmm. like literally, like what is the role of a parent? Which answer that? Um. So... I come from the school of thought where it's first natural, then spiritual, meaning uh, everything done in the natural has a spiritual implication or a spiritual uh, side to that same action. So as a father, protection in the, in the natural sense of protecting my children from harm and danger also leads to a protection in the spirit realm of me preparing them for what spiritual warfare may look like. Uh, letting them know what source to tap into spiritually, so forth and so on. Uh, a lot of us as parents, and I can only speak for fathers or men because I am one. Uh, I can't speak for the women in the space. That's what my wife does. Um, as a man, a lot of us have a lot of contradictory ideas of what parenting is because uh, a lot of us were parent under the slave ideology instead of parented with love. And parented with room to, for grace, room for, for growth, room for mistakes. Because as a black man in America, you can't make mistakes. And a lot of us carry that around when in reality, if we're going to change the mind frame, we have to change what we teach. So our household is, yes, we lead um, and we do correct and we do all, especially me. I'm a disciplinary is what I do. Uh, but on the same token, I have to lead with love and I have to remember that black joy is revolutionary. So therefore, um, I lead with love. Even today, I, I dug. Should tell you, I dug in my kids' butt this morning from for, for not being on track and not doing what they had to do. But before bedtime, I throw them all around the house and I play with them. Why? Because with the same hand I can give you discipline, I need to show you love. I need to let you live in that joy because realistically, we're seeing in, t in, in the times that we're in, black people of all sexes are being killed off in alarming numbers. So I need to give you the joy because the world is going to bring the rest. No, I totally get that. I think, though, um, I'm just a little girl at heart who just wants daddy to be like, yo, I'm proud of you. And so that door is always cracked. <laughs> but my fear is, and I got to be real, baby. My fear is that that same door you leave cracked that hurts you, we're showing Marley to do the same thing. Yeah, and I mean, my fear in that is I don't mean no harm. I will never tell my baby girl her bio dad is trash. I never tell. And I got close a couple times, but I never told her, and I never will diminish her vision of who her father is. But you can only be hurt so many times before you start to believe that hurt is normal. 
No, absolutely. I just think that um, much of why I parent the way I do is rooted in the fact that I don't want my kids to feel like... Um, like you feel. Like I feel. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, but I also don't want them to become people pleasers, right? Right. And so I acknowledge their achievements. I push them in areas that they want to be pushed in and support them too. I just wish that um, my father at least acknowledge. Maybe he does, you know, have a level of pride um, for me being his daughter. But say it. Realistically speaking, we you have, to, and this is something I t- I take to the grave. You have to love people where they are. That's and you have to look. You have to love people for who they are. He may not be who you need him to be. But you got to be able to love. I tell everybody, I love my mama to the core of me, but I love her from a distance. And, and that's a true statement. I love my mama. That's my mama. But I love you because I, I love you from a distance because I know what you're capable of. I've seen it. Yeah. And I and I am. That is uh, definitely a journey mm-hmm. um, because there's so much there's so much that ebbs and flows in in how you do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, it's important to remember that your parents are people mm-hmm. and that um, oftentimes, you know, we believe our parents to be uh, perfect and they're not. My, and that's hard. It's, but it's, it's not hard, especially not as an adult. As a child, yes. So as a child, I saw my mama as superwoman. But even as an adult, it's hard. Like me fully understanding. And as a parent, I make sure to let my kids know that I make mistakes because mm-hmm. I model making mistakes in front of them. But right? you but you just broke the mold right there. I, I did break the mold. Be, because but there's you, a level of like cognitive dissonance that happens where it's like, I understand this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, come on, daddy. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to be perfect. But, <laughs> so but, that but, you know what I'm saying? You fit this this mold that I that I have for you in my head. But even even my children, Marley will tell you all day, oh Baba's this and Baba Superman and Baba. But Marley also sees my shortcomings. When my grandmother died, Marley was right there holding me, right? So she understands that perfection is in the eye of the beholder. So who 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 am I perfect to is my children because I show them my flaws as well as my strengths. So they don't get this ideology of me as being perfect. No, I'm human. Well, Shout but out we, to, but we model that's why I said we model making mistakes. But for the, our this kids. is this is what I'm saying. You you can't say in the same breath. We model imperfection to our children and then want a perfect a perfect version of your father that hasn't been here in 30 years. And that's why I said that is the cognitive dissonance <laughs> of like, that's why I struggle because I fully understand that he is a flawed human. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he right. has experiences, traumas, you know, whatever. But there is a small piece of me that still says, this is my daddy. This is the person who created me, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know me better than anybody else, right? Says, and you don't. Says whom? Says me. That, that, <laughs> when my mama was alive, I talked to that woman. Stop, three, four, stop right five, there. Stop, six, right, stop right there. You cannot put on him on a mantle that your mama carried perfectly. That's not fair to him. He has not been that. Your mama was that. So, yes, mama's gone, and you would love for him to step into the mantle. But even when she was alive, I wanted my daddy to be someone who was loving and caring and and nurturing. And was he? He was the furthest from those things. So then what changes now at 30, baby? Because he's getting old. Like, I under... Okay, so... (laughs) 
you okay? I understood uh-huh. the cycle of life, uh-huh. right? You're born, you live, you die. Right. <laughs> like that's just you know what it is. Mm-hmm. It did not hit me for real until I lost my mama. Right. Like your like losing your mom is like your changes first, everything. It's your first home. Right. Like I lived in you before I knew anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you lose that, it's like holy shoot. Like mm-hmm. okay. She get real. Right. 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 And so now I'm like, okay, I lost my mom, I lost mm-hmm. my grandma. Mm-hmm. And now the only other person on this earth that knows me better than anybody else is my father. It's sitting next to you. you but anyway. But, I, my <laughs> but he's showing you at 30, whatever, because I'm not gonna put you in that your age out there in the internet because you're kind of old. He is showing you with, with his actions of all 30 something years of your life that he's consistently him. Absolutely. And consistently absent. So you have to allow him to be who he is, but that doesn't mean you have to continue to be hurt by who he is. I mean, yes. And that's when I have to check my ego. That that expectation (laughs) is damaging. But Yes. And I I also know that setting expectations is like the recipe for getting your feelings hurt. Unless you set expectations in a safe space meaning you set the expectation with the person so if i have an expectation for you to clean the house every day and i which is not real y'all so don't jump into the inbox like what no that's not what i'm saying if i have an expectation and i haven't even brought the expectation to you yeah you're setting yourself up for not just hurt but you're setting yourself all up all of the things for... i said to you i get it so then what i'm saying is baby as as, as the master of that you are and as the beast mm-hmm. that you are I, I I struggle in moments when I when we have these topics, hearing you say, but Josh, why he's been who he's going to be. Do you know how hurtful that is, though? Like, I'm about to cry just thinking about it because this man is somebody who I... Mm-hmm. You adore. I adore this man. Yes. Like, I think this man is the dopest yes. human. This man would literally... You you will call your pops and say you need a book. I know the story, y'all. So I'm gonna just jump in because she getting emotional. The bookshelf story or the table story. It's just anything. If I Daddy, need I anything, need. He could build it. So my wife went through this thing in high school where she was DJ Symphony on the ones and the twos, right? Right, <laughs> right on my jacket. <laughs> anyway, uh, so DJ Symphony on the ones and twos, and her dad created a whole cart to transport a coffin, uh, a coffin whatever See, look transport this create this whole thing for her to transport her stuff would take her to where she gotta go yeah and she in those moments are what she held on to yes he stepped up in a moment good job dad the difference is the fathers who have to do it every day all day in every situation versus the ones that do it once in a while but then the rest of the resume looks like what but I'm saying all of those moments were so meaningful. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we have so many moments of like connecting on art and music mm-hmm. and, you know, sports. Like he was at every game mm-hmm. faithfully in the sea. Everybody knew daddy swan. Like that was what it is. But our emotional connection was zero. Right. Negative zero. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as I got older, I needed him more emotionally. But your father for the whole story of your life has been one thing and one thing only, consistent to who he is. You're putting an unfair expectation on somebody 
who cannot meet your expectation. I don't know how to navigate outside of this expectation without getting my feelings. And I get that. So that's an unpacking thing that we'll do off the air. (laughs) I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that this leads to why we had this chat is I'm the, I'm, I'm making a space for my children to understand. I'm sorry. I'm making a space for my children to understand that your expectations are not fair unless you give them to me. I need to know what you're expecting. So we had a, we did an exercise where I went and asked all my children, what do you think Baba does good? What does daddy do good? And what does daddy do bad? What do you need from daddy? And all three of my children have they been consistent with the same answer all the time. What do you need from me? From Marley to Keena Kalani, uh, to beat me up. Bet. Meaning no, my to stop yelling. No, no, no. I was talking about what you need from me. Oh. Like, yeah, they needed that. Well, my, 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 my critique, right, was that I yelled too much. But well, that was both our critiques. So <laughs> I guess we yell a lot. It's okay. Um, we're working on it. But the what they needed was that physical affection. They needed me to play. They needed me to be able to bring that joy and that laughter out. And I'm a kid at heart, so I don't mind doing that, right? So they gave me the expectation so I could meet it. You've never had an yes, opportunity. Not in person. Okay. Do you know how much stuff gets lost in translation when it's not face-to-face? I am not ready for that face-to-face rejection. Because what the conversation will be mm-hmm. is, girl, girl. But, 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 but then at the same token, he's then telling you what it is. That which is a hard pill to swallow. Pill yes. To swallow. But it's one you have to swallow because you're going to keep creating these expectations in your mind. And then you're going to automatically let yourself down because the expectation you set is not one he can give you. I think though, and I'm trying not to. I get it. 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 It's I a tough think, topic. I think that the role of a parent is not just financial. <laughs> I think the role of a parent is not just the physical, you mm-hmm. know, the, the just being present. Mm-hmm. There is so much that goes into the emotional and the spiritual side yep, yep. of being a parent. And um, while he was present my entire life, I can't tell you the man's favorite food, favorite color. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you a memory that he has that he always talks about. Like, I, I we don't have that. Mm-hmm. And that makes me really sad. Like, if I'm going to just use my words and mm-hmm. communicate a feeling, it makes me really, really, really sad. I should do the exercise you often do with me talking about sadness is a secondary emotion. No, let's, anger let's, let's, isn't a, sec- is peel, a secondary let's emotion. That, let's peel that back a little. I'm not going to do it like that, though. But, but that's, that's I'm anger. A- <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that literally makes me sad because... um, you know, 30-something years on this earth, I feel like, like, what, like. Right. Time wasted for what? I, I get it. I get it. And now you have, three, you know, mm-hmm. four, three grandchildren. No, six. Yeah, he got six, seven six grandchildren. Six grandchildren. Yeah. And you don't have a, con- a connection. Mm-hmm. But this is why my, my favorite quote about parenthood came from my brother, JB. Shout out to JB, my brother. I miss you when this quarantine's done. And yeah, we're going to kick it. He said, the moment I looked at my mother and my father as if they were mental health patients was the day I freed myself. He freed himself of, of looking at them as anything more than just flawed humans. And that's what we have to get to the place. And it sounds sad that we have to do that because I would love to be able 
to hold my mama on a, on a mantle and say, this is my mama and she going to meet that standard. But I also understand from 33 years of living out of my saying my age that my mama is who my mama is. Now, has she made changes? Yes. My mama hands down is an amazing grandmother versus the mother she was for us. I understand that. But I am in a constant battle mm-hmm. with my reality and my expectation. Right. And it's like a cycle mm-hmm. because of losing my mom. It, it was amplified because your 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 safe haven was taken away. Yes. And then you're expecting the other the only other person alive who can be that same safe haven to do it. But you have to look at his. his yeah, I hear you, but I feel his like track in, record. I feel like I'm in a prison of expectation. My, my own, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there are moments when I'm good with it, and then there are other moments where I'm frustrated mm-hmm. about all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't expect the conversation to go this way um, because we raw, girl. <laughs> we live. We raw. Ain't no scripted conversation. It's so weird because I was talking to my sister the other day. I had to leave from work and then I was on my way back to work. And uh, I'm I'm parked next to a whole bunch of trees. And I'm talking to my sister about, you know, my dad. And she's like, why do you never call him? And, you know, I try to call him every once in a while. And I'm like, because every time I call, he don't answer the phone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of that. I I text. I don't get anything back. Mm -hmm. So I stopped. Um, and as soon as I said that, I could feel like my blood starting to boil because I'm just like, I don't know what more I can do. Like mm-hmm. I am literally putting everything out every time and I get my hand smacked, you know, because he doesn't reply and a mm-hmm. red cardinal flew past mm-hmm. a lonesome red cardinal, um, flew past. For those who don't know, the red cardinal is the signal for most people of a deceased loved one in the in the space, in the presence. So that normally the cardinal for her is her mother. And it's so interesting because um these all pastor said on Facebook when you yeah, posted it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because every time I see a cardinal, um it does one of two things. One, it it, it chirps in a way that's so loud that it forces me to kind of look for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's other times when it flies and it's like right in my face, like, mm-hmm. like look at me. And that wasn't nothing but my mama, like, girl, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, I felt like she was just saying, relax. Mm-hmm. Because anytime I would get worked up about my dad when she was alive, she would say, relax, relax. chill. You, you are right, so you know what I'm saying. All right. And I, and that's the message I got from that. But so it, it, we're gonna transition to, to tips, right? And here's why. Uh, number one, my wife is spilling her guts, and I don't want her <laughs> crying all over this podcast, y'all. Okay, so we're oh, we're, we're we're I am what we call the more reserved when it comes to feelings towards parents. I'm adopted, so because I'm physically adopted, my mother, who is who she is, and I love her to life for it. Um, I don't have this kind of response because she came from these people. I'm still searching. So much of who I, I am. I'm, I'm still searching. It's him. Right. And I'm still searching for that connection. So this this talk doesn't bother me, even though I have traumatic stories and traumatic instances of stuff that's gone on. It doesn't matter, right? Uh, so for me, tips. And I'm going to speak from the father lens. I let my wife handle mamas. That's just how this works. Um, fathers, show your children emotion. Okay. A lot of us as black men want to, oh, I got to, I got to teach my black son how to be, no, look here. He's a black man because he's, he's black. A human. He's a human. 
you need to give him the joy that this world will not give him. So give him the joy, give him the spiritual joy so that he can know how to find joy when he's an adult, when there isn't any in the space, so that he can maneuver this world and give his children joy. And daughters too, as you see, my wife is crying because the father dropped the ball on giving his children joy, right? Uh, So give your children the emotions they need from you to learn how to better maneuver their own emotions. Emotional intelligence is normally taught from watching other people deal with their emotions. We can talk about it all day, but if we talk about it, if we talk about the emotions, but then I watch you not handling yours correctly, I'm going to just follow your suit. Well, parenting is, is so much about modeling. It is. Um, so you, did you say leave with, no, you said. I, I said, uh, show them the emotion they need. I think my tip um, for the role of a parent um and this is really yours, but lead with love. But I think she always got to my stuff here. <laughs> love so much for me in regards to love is action, and so um, yes, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it a step further. The Bible tells us love will conquer a multitude of sins. When I make mistakes as a father, and once again, your phone goes off in the podcast. <laughs> once again, this happened every time we record, y'all. She'll never kill the stuff. She just be on it. <laughs> anyway, um, when you lead with love, you also then lead with grace. And when your children can see both love and grace simultaneously, it makes them a more well-balanced human being in person. Uh, so I, I, I lead with love was my thing. I'll give you a story. I was going to chew my child out there the week. Was that last week? I was finna go bananas. You hear me? I was ready. Blood boiling ready to give her the business, the TKO. And as soon as I start talking to my wife, the spirit said, you need to leave with love. Don't go in there and chew her out. You're going to make, you're going to make this situation worse. Honey attracts more than vinegar. I don't like honey anyway, <laughs> but love, I like that. So, and we, we said it already, but letting go of this ideal that, you know, you have to be this perfect parent mm-hmm. that doesn't exist <laughs> in clubhouse. I'm in a group called imperfect parenting. I have perfected imperfect, imperfect parenting, parenting absolutely, because I am flawed. So we because to our kids every awesome. day I am flawed. And because I'm flawed, I'm going to make mistakes. But the difference is I'm going to atone for my mistakes so that you can learn that it's okay to mess up. And then I think checking your ego. You know, oftentimes parents, you know, operate in this, you know, I know it all. I'm the boss. (laughs) Nah. That legit, true story, that was legit my, my, my angle. When I when we got together, yeah, yeah, and I was parenting Marley, uh, my my oldest bonus baby, and Marley flat out looked at me and said, "This ain't finna work." So what we finna do? I was like, "Oh, so I can't come at you like drill sergeant." Okay, got you. I got to do this differently, and I had she to would be like, eh, eh, nah, "Not going, <laughs> not going." And I, I tell everybody, Marley is my big my 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 biggest butt hurt, but my biggest blessing because she changed single handedly my viewpoint on parenting as a father to girls. Uh, Cause Marley at this point right now is like my biggest, every morning I get kissed on every night after work, I get kissed on. She got, she got it to the point where now all the other kids watch her kiss me. So now they got to come and kiss me too because Marley doing it. Right. So when you do this thing, right, it is probably the most rewarding thing you can ever do. Um, but doing it right. Doesn't mean you did it perfectly. Let's, let's be clear. 
doing it right means it's intentional. It's 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 heartfelt, and and, and your presence is necessary. It's there. Uh, like my wife said, her dad lived in the house, but he wasn't there. That's a problem. All right. So, Mama, we got two minutes left. First and foremost, happy Black Maternal Health Week. Yes. To every uh, queen in the space. Uh, for every y'all. Birthing person. Birthing person in the space. Oh, I say queen because you ain't got to have birth. You ain't got to be a birthing person to be, um, to, to be a maternal advocate. I ain't got no uterus and I'm an advocate. What's up? So listen, y'all, if you have not already, please make sure I was quiet because I'm just reflecting, but please make sure you are following us on our individual pages. You can go go to Instagram and follow me at Melanated Mama. For the second time tonight, y'all, sexy voice came back. Melanated Daddy, that's D-A-D-D-Y. For y'all watching on YouTube, it's on my hoodie. You can also follow our podcasting page at Life with Zawadi. That's Z-A-W-A-D-I. And listen, y'all, I have a few things I need y'all to do. Please, if you will follow us on um, Apple Podcasts, leave a rating for us. Let the folks know that you enjoy what we're talking about. Uh, share this content, please. The more people who we can reach um, just helps us grow our brand. If you like what you hear every week, um, we are back. So no more breaks for a while. I'm going to step on her toes. The more people I reach, the more fathers I can change. Excuse my French. Forget the brand. I got lives to fix. So if you can share this with another father who needs to hear this, do do that for me. That's all I worry about. As always, y'all. And until next time, you going to do it with me this time? Maybe nope. You can do it to make me smile. You did, you did cry. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. Bam! Nope! She thought. Such an (laughs) ass. She thought, (laughs) y'all.